Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Out of the gates, ready to go. A big Monday edition, Outkick 360 across the Outkick Network, live from the 6th and Peabody Studios, which is with Yeehaw Beer, Old Smoky Moonshine. Happy Monday to you. Big weekend. Titans over the Chiefs. Bengals throttle the Ravens. College football to discuss. The Braves are in the World Series. And much more. The entire crew is here. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Fun show ahead. Great show coming your way. Uh, great weekend. Uh, a lot of fun with Outkick the Tailgate here at 6th and Peabody with Old Smokey and Yeehaw. Big weekend uh, for my Atlanta Braves. A lot of tension. Paul, you love tension in October baseball. There was a lot of that on Saturday night. A lot of tension on a college football Saturday um, where it was a little bit unexpected going into it because I think there was a lot of great games, but some turned out to be a lot better than we thought. And then, uh, once again, we sit here the day after a Titans game, where that Titans game, based out of Nashville, Tennessee, is really the storyline across the NFL with what the Titans were able to do to the Chiefs. Statistically, they're not the best team in the AFC. It's a little early to break it down precisely according to the playoff standings. Uh, Cincinnati and Las Vegas are ahead of them, but they're all 5-2. and two, And they could stake a claim, certainly, after back-to-back wins over the Bills and the Chiefs, that they're as good as anybody in the AFC right now. Now, they're halfway through what we thought would be a torturous month for them. They go now to two tough ones on the road against Indianapolis, a team that's playing much better, and their division rival, who they could really pull away from here uh, with a sweep. And then they go to the Rams, which is a tough game. But, I mean, 2-0 in a, in a tough month with back-to-back wins against Buffalo and, um, and KC within less than seven days, you can't ask for much better. And the way they beat the Chiefs is the resounding type of win Titans fans want and rarely get. It was as thorough as, as you can be. I said last week if the Titans beat the Chiefs, the national narrative would be about Kansas City today and not the Titans, and that's what's happening. But uh, for, for good reason. Kansas City Terrible. does not look like Kansas City of 2019 and 2020. We'll get into that today. We will discuss the Titans at length. Uh, jam-packed power hour headed your way. We'll talk the Titans uh, as we begin because that, that was the big shocker yesterday uh, along with Cincinnati going on the road and just handling the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, blowouts throughout. There was, what, one game? That was a one-possession, one-score game late in the uh, in, in the week. Of the 11 NFL games, only one was decided by one possession. Um, and that went into last night's Sunday night football game. But you had Falcons and Dolphins, and that was it. Field goal game. Yeah, it was a blowout. It was a blowout uh, weekend. Hopefully tonight we get a close one. But the, the most surprising one, I mean, the over-under – 
was high and everybody, I mean, there were a lot of people, people a lot of Titans fans tweeting them out today with, with national television pundits saying, can the Titans stop the Chiefs on one possession? Can they stop them on the last possession of the game? Um, and I don't know if they were saying it was back and forth touchdowns all the time. But, I mean, the Titans showed. And, look, the Titans played a phenomenal game. Absolutely. But the Chiefs are a shell of themselves. I mean, if you can get up on on, on Kelsey and Hill now, um, who do, did not look explosive, Mahomes well, is, a huge reason is, for that. Yeah, is looking to play a magic ball, right? He's looking for the dramatic plays that used to come as a result of them playing within their offense. And now he's looking for that to, to be their offense. And the pass rush, the Titans strung together. And it's been a couple years, guys, where we would have said the idea of the Titans controlling a game with their pass rush is laughable. And that's exactly what they did yesterday to Kansas City. Here, here is the formula that is going to handle Kansas City and really put them in a bad spot where if you look at their schedule ahead, I think they have to win seven games to get into the postseason with the way the AFC is stacked up right now going into week eight. And and here's the problem that they have as they fly back to Kansas City. They will host uh, the Giants, I believe, on Monday Night Football next week. So they have an extra day of rest. Um, and, and really, it's not even about rest. It's it's about their issues up front. And, and here's what I mean. Defensively, they're terrible. They can't cover in the back end. They have to be so worried about the run game and stopping the run because they can't stop the run. And it's not just Henry. They can't stop the run that they have to stack the box, which makes them vulnerable on the outside when they play man, when they put the extra man in the box. And they're not good enough to play man against A.J. Brown and Julio Jones and the top receivers. They're not good enough to stop the run on a consistent basis to where they can not have to stack the box. So defensively, they're going to give up points. On offense, here's where they're failing. It's up front. Trey Smith looked like a rookie yesterday. He was terrible yesterday as a six-round pick. He was manhandled up front by the Titans' defensive line. And here's the trick with Kansas City. You're not going to blitz them. You're going to get to Mahomes with four. Put pressure on him with four pass rushers. That allows you to cover with seven, and that allows you options on Kelsey and Hill, and it disrupts their flow and rhythm of the game. And here's why they're in trouble. Look at the top teams in the AFC and who can get pressure with four. The Chargers can do it. Baltimore can do it. The Bengals can do it. The Raiders can do it. The Bills can do it. And the Titans showed yesterday they can do it. That's That's why why Kansas City's in trouble. It's not Mahomes and it's not Kelsey and Hill. It's that teams can now get to them with four without sending the extra man. And that spells doom for them because that disrupts their rhythm and big playability. I'd say said throughout the offseason coming into the season, I didn't like the Chiefs as much as most people. Because I thought Sammy Watkins was a key. They, they don't have a third legitimate weapon. Yesterday, they didn't have a single legitimate weapon. But it, it, you're only asking people to, to kind of put the clamps on two while you're doing that rush, right? If you have more guys going out, then you can't, uh, you're giving him more options. He doesn't have enough options there to do quick stuff. They don't run the ball well enough. Uh, Edwards Hilaire is out now. He's not very good, but he's certainly better than who they had on the field. But they're not well constructed anymore. They, they Their building process got sidetracked, uh, and they were just counting on their stars, and their stars alone are, are not good enough. They had not been held to three points in a regular season game 
Um, and I think of the Super Bowl, they scored more than that, though. Uh, but in the Andy Reid era, it dates back it's to the first time they've been shut out in the first half since 2016. It's the first time Patrick, Patrick Mahomes has not had 250 plus yards passing and at least one passing touchdown in his career since he's been playing for the Chiefs. This was an unprecedented beatdown of the Chiefs from a Titans defense that if you started to circle teams on the schedule for the Chiefs and said they may get beaten down by a defense, it wasn't the Titans yeah, this that was you a were game going to for circle. relief for them. And it was, it was the thought. perfect combination of Tyreek Hill and Kelsey not being 100%, Trey Smith and other <laughs> offensive linemen getting whipped. Uh, Orlando Brown, a high-priced tackle, was whipped repeatedly terrible. also. He had terrible protection up front. Uh, and yes, Danico Autry owned uh, the rookie Trey Smith in this game as well. Jeffrey Simmons also, but it's still, here's the problem with Patrick Mahomes that I see now. Everyone wants to talk about this gunslinger ability with Mahomes, how he can throw from different arm slots and go sidearm and do all these different things. That's all great. And it's true when he has weapons around him. The problem I see now with Mahomes is he's the type of player that when he's not confident in what's around him, he gets sloppy. You saw the fumble. Uh, you saw the interception. It's not a style of play that lends itself to good results when you don't have playmakers surrounding you. And, and I think you know that's the Brett Favre comparisons you see. But that was Brett Favre's problem when he tried start trying to do too much. All the turnovers. I watch Mahomes, and I'm not going to sit here and have some hot take about boy Mahomes just isn't isn't as good as we thought. He's not very good. But what I see with Mahomes in a game like this is when they go down 17-zip and he starts pressing a bit and guys around him aren't as great as he's accustomed to them being, he gets sloppy with the football, and, and it's going to become even more of a problem for the Chiefs. Well, here's, here's some stats behind what Chad just said. They've never had more than 18 giveaways in a season with Mahomes at quarterback. They had 16 last year. They're at 17 already this year. 17 giveaways through seven weeks. That's that's the biggest issue is the the pressing. Now, I, I should also point out that if I'm on if I'm in Kansas City today, I'm mentioning how bad the defense is, and they're getting no help from the Kansas City defense. Uh, because this is a Chiefs offense that's putting up 35, 24, 42, 20. 31, 27, uh, 27. Yeah, so I mean, they're they're able to score. It's got to be an offensive football team for them yes, to win. Yes, they've got to score 30-plus every game. And, and to some extent, the Titans feel that way too, uh, although they didn't need it yesterday um, to, to the same level because they came out and started strong. It's been, a, it's been a, a, a season of strong second-half performances, some really impressive second halves from the Titans' offense. Yesterday was about the first half, finally. They jumped out to that lead. And they kept their, their foot on the gas. Yeah, they didn't have to do much, uh, especially offensively in the, in the second half. Um, you know, when, when a quarterback who does magical stuff as a secondary uh, then looks for that to be primary, he's in trouble. That's what, that's what Mahomes was looking for yesterday. And the Titans' defense, you can't give enough credit. I mean, that front four are prime players. you got Danico Autry, who was their second biggest free agent addition. Uh, Simmons who was a first-round pick. Yep. Harold Landry, who's a second-round pick. and um, Bud Dupree. Bud Dupree, who was a huge free agent signing. That is a big package. 
they were without four of their top seven defensive backs. They played Greg Maben, who's best known for being patient zero in their COVID-19 outbreak last year. They played him every snap. They signed him last Wednesday off Arizona's practice squad. And these guys blanketed. I mean, he had nobody open when he did. Mahomes had it second to look downfield. There was nobody to throw the ball to. And the improvisational stuff that makes them magical when he breaks the pocket and looks downfield and scrambles around, there was, there was nothing. They were suffocating. The concert between the pass rush and the coverage was, was about as, as well as you're ever going to see the Titans or anybody do. Well, now it, the question is, can they build on it? They, they had stops on 7 of 11 third downs yesterday. The Titans did. And it helps when you get off the field early in these games and then your offense capitalizes and you make Kansas City more one-dimensional than what they wanted to be coming into the game because Williams wasn't able to get going on the run game, which is great. They don't have much of a run game to begin with yeah, he's uh, with good. how banged up they are. But keep in mind, they only uh, Kansas City had the ball for less than seven minutes in the first half. I mean, this was a throttling. So the Titans not only scored, but they scored by on drives of no less than eight plays on possessions the entire day. So when you look back at that first half and, and see eight plays, nine plays, 12 plays, eight plays, and, and then getting touchdowns on top of it, that is huge on how you go about blowing out the Chiefs in the way they did that. And it, this it was, was very a, good. This was a big change early. They were up 14 nothing in the first quarter. They went down and scored on their first drive. They were averaging 3.3 points in the first quarter. And we talked extensively last week I about how that bad, out for weeks. Yeah, about how bad the script has been for Todd Downing, the early three and outs, the predictable first down runs. Uh, they have one field goal on their first drives all season, five punts in the first six games. Yesterday they came out and they looked like a well-oiled machine. They went tempo and and great, you right out I, of the gate. You know what I thought on that first uh, Henry passing touchdown and that play call? was, boy, James Franklin could have really used that play call on a two-point conversion on Saturday. <laughs> I want to get Because that, that was some later. of the worst two-point conversion play calling on both sides that I've ever seen. Oh, we've, we've got some big takeaways on that college football. Yeah, that's just a little teaser for a college football discussion. Shootout. Yeah, our top takeaways from the college football weekend next on OutKick 360.